Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan presents Mile High Hoops with Zach By. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By. And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with us here on the podcast. You can tell the pep in my step, in my voice. I am all sorts of fired up. The Denver Nuggets have once again defied expectation. And I'm raising my hand, my own expectation. They have surpassed and defied it by not only closing out the Portland Trailblazers, but doing it in six games on their own floor. 126-115 in Portland on Thursday night to get out of their first round series. Vegas had them as an underdog in the series. Vegas had them in an underdog in game six. But it seems like every time the Nuggets are backed into a corner or there is some sort of doubt, they rise above and beyond. And I am just so, so floored uh, with the impressive nature of the DNA of this group. And to talk about this further, uh, both Game 6 and Big Picture with this basketball team is a friend of mine that I have got to know uh, through uh, the years here, the four and a half years that I've lived in Denver, uh, has always been good to me. It is Paul Klee of the Denver Gazette. Paul, let's just let's just jump right into it, man. Your, <laughs> your uh, just natural reaction to the Nuggets closing out the Blazers in Game 6. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me do this with you. This is my. This is actually my favorite podcast made in Denver. I love hearing you talk hoops, and there's a few of us that can only talk hoops intelligently. So I appreciate it, man. Thank but you, man. I what jumps out to me is is Akeem Olajuwon lives here now. You know, David Robinson plays here now. It's it's Shaq. It's it's Tim Duncan, and I wrote that in the Denver Gazette today, and people are going to look at me sideways. But that's what we're dealing with with Joker. That that is the that is the stratosphere that the trajectory that he's on right now. And I don't think it's fluky. I think this is who he is. I you know we we've seen through the years, Zach. We've had MVPs like a Nash a couple times, where you know Kobe's playing at the same time. Is Steve Nash the best player in the game? No. Was he the MVP that year? Yeah, he was. This is a case where Joker's not only the MVP of the league, I think he's the best player in the league. Mm. I think he's the most impactful player in the league. And, and we're, we're always, we love in hoops, we love doing comps, we, we love making comparisons. The reason I love this series coming up right now, he's as close to Chris Paul as he is to a big man that we've seen. Mm. You, know, you know, CP3, he's the, he's the traffic cop. He's directing things on offense, yep. in transition, on defense. He controls whatever is going – the officials. He controls anything that's happening. Game six in PDX, that's exactly what Joker did. He told everybody where to go, where they needed to be. It didn't matter if they're, it's their first year in the NBA. If you're a first-year starter like Michael Porter, if you're Aaron Gordon, you've played 25 games here. He just dictated what would happen – Ultimately, he just decided the Nuggets were going to win. Yeah, and and I have compared that um, that characteristic about Jokic, where he's just in the driver's seat of a game. It's mm-hmm. very it's mm-hmm. very it's very LeBron esque in that um, in that Ooh. way, 
where mm-hmm. LeBron is almost like a puppet master when he's on the floor. And I'm not talking about, you know, the, what, what happened uh, against Phoenix. I'm talking about th- this guy's full career where he is like sure. a puppet master and just, you know, like you said about Chris Paul, directing traffic and really um, uh, f- like controlling the temperature of every single possession. And, mm-hmm. man, he's just – he is just brilliant. I have totally run out of ways – to describe this guy, I mean, you're talking about you just made the Chris Paul uh, analogy. Like Chris Paul, this season had an uh, he was in the quote unquote MVP conversation. He averaged eight point nine assists per game. Jokic averaged eight point three. Like it's really it's it's just insane. Look at the steals. Like look at the steals. Like the steals are nearly identical as well. And there's there's really nothing that he can't do. And in Game Six against Portland. He reached 1,000 career playoff points. His averages through 39 playoff games are 26 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, 6 assists per game. No other player in NBA history, Paul, has averaged at least 25, 10, and 5, and he's doing 26, 11, and 6 over his first, first 39 career playoff games. And during Wild. it's it's effing crazy. And during this stretch of these thirty nine playoff games, where no one has ever done what he's done in his first thirty nine, he's shooting fifty two percent from the floor, forty two percent from three, and eighty five percent from the free throw line. This dude, man, this dude is going to he's he is tracking right now. To your point, to your point, which uh, that you led with it in in your outset. Uh, he's tracking to be one of the great players that we have ever seen. The stats are telling mm-hmm. us this, and my eyes are telling us. Uh, my eyes are mm-hmm. telling me this. Right. And, it, you know, it, Bud Black does this thing where in, in some of these Zoom conversations or in the dugout where he'll remember a pitch from like two weeks ago mm. or a, a yeah. play from, you know, two decades ago. Mm-hmm. Joker broke down that game last night in a way that it, it was so cerebral afterward where where he was asked I think he only took seven shots in the first half something like that I think yeah, it was yeah. four for seven something like that and and he was asked why well it's 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 he simplifies everything Porter was hot that was the guy you had to go to and so in the second half when I think MP, MPJ plays you know 15 minutes or whatever he doesn't play a lot he decides that Joker's Joker decides he's going to take over the game because that's his time so he goes into scoring mode he just kind of figures it out like a puzzle from quarter to quarter to quarter, whatever they need. There was a point in game five here, and, and you were there at that one. He had two blocks in the same possession. Yep. And so it wasn't a, it wasn't a you know, behind-the-back pass. It wasn't he hit a big three or you know, he had one of his 35 dunks. It was two blocks because that's what they needed. So I think that there's a – this is sound a little bizarre, but – there's a Peyton element to mm, Joker mm. where, you know, he had, he could turn a, I shouldn't say slot guy because your partner, but he could turn any old <laughs> slot guy into a thousand yard receiver. Right. If I'm a free agent, Zach, and I'm a 16 points per game scorer, why would I not go play with the big ATM? He's going to make me rich, man. Right. right. He's going to take me from 16 a game to 24 a game. So I think what he's done on the big picture He's opened doors that 
the Nuggets, I'm a, I'm a lifetime. I grew up with the Nuggets, man. And, and I'm talking, there were some lean years. The reason I'm a Nuggets fan is because you could buy a $6 ticket and we could afford that. Right. It wasn't because they were good, because right. they weren't good. Right. But now doors are opened with a player like this, not just a great player, but a player like him, where he takes borderline players and makes them very good players. And we've never seen that here before. And, and, and doing it all without an ego. I mean, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's, the lowest, he's the lowest profile superstar that I've ever seen, especially in mm-hmm. that league. In that league mm-hmm. where guys treat their entrance into the arena like it's the Met Gala, he comes in with, <laughs> he, he comes in with team-issued gear. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The guy doesn't do social. I mean, it's, he's just he – he is a joy, man. He is an absolute joy. I think he's the biggest star in town in terms of his status. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Nathan mm-hmm. McKinnon. Uh, in their in their respective leagues, um, let, let's let, let and we could we could talk for an hour on on Nikola Jokic, but I do want to get uh, some of these other guys. Michael Porter Jr. His first mm-hmm. quarter, I mean, his first quarter. We 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 saw a lot of history in this um, in this series, and Michael Porter Jr. Um, uh, tying the NBA record for threes in a quarter. You know. There is my my, my biggest storyline coming into the series with no Jamal was can Michael Porter Jr. extend uh, his phenomenal play from the regular season into this different animal of the postseason? And it didn't come without struggles. We saw the three point game. Obviously, it, um, it's imperfect. It's been imperfect with MPJ. But for this guy to be a second year player and to be ready mm-hmm. to seize the moment with the world watching in game six in enemy territory to start the game like that and really propel um, the Nuggets. So when Jokic is going crazy in the third, you're in a great position that MPJ puts you in. What did you make of his mm-hmm. game six? Well, I think it was it, – it comes back to – I think in the the immediate picture, that first quarter gave you a glimpse of, of what we're dealing with. That That's what it could become. Now, is he ready for this? I think maybe a casual observer would say, well, yeah, obviously at 22 and a quarter, that's crazy. I don't think he's ready for this yet. I mm. don't because he faded after that. And when, when, and I, I don't mean to be negative about this at all. I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to be an all-star. I think it, the fact that they got him at 15 is one of the greatest thefts in professional sports history. Yeah, it's crazy. In sport. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. It was, it was such great forward thinking by Tim Connolly and those guys. But, he has a guy with him in Joker and a coach as well who's going to – now, Michael Malone's turned a corner with, with Mike Porter. He's going to live through some of those mistakes now, which he wasn't going to do even four or five months ago probably. But he's going to get to a point, and he has to get to a point, where when his shot's not going or when he's getting hounded like he was last night after that first quarter, he can still impact the game in a positive way. And he's not quite there yet. You know, the idea of stepping aside to let Jermichael Green have those fourth quarter minutes, a couple years from now, that can't happen. Right. That's got to be Michael Porter. And that's fine. He's 20, what, 21 Two. years old? Yeah, 22. 22. <laughs> he's 22 years old, it's crazy. man. It, it's, it's nuts. It, he's the best shooter on a team with Jamal Murray, you know? And it's, it's come together now so similarly – We'll see if it plays out like San Antonio did, but that's what this looks like. Yeah, it really does. That that's what it looks like with the early years of the Spurs. And I know Nuggets fans can't stand the Spurs because they're exactly what Nuggets fans always wanted to be. 
this is as close to that as we're as we're going to see here. Yeah, it, it really is. And you know, the guys at the top of this organization, uh, the Tim Connolly mm-hmm. specifically, uh, mm-hmm. I I just can't say enough about what he has put together. You talk about like 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 think about. Think about nearly every single guy on this roster is some way, shape, or form of rolling the dice. Whether it's from <laughs> whether it's from taking a shot on Nikola Jokic in the second round, but then also choosing to make him the franchise player to trade away mm-hmm. your your first round pick and choose this lane to roll the dice on an Aaron Gordon trade with no assurance of, you know, that this guy's going to be a lifetime nugget, um, to taking the, taking the shot on Compazzo, to taking the shot on Austin Rivers, um, to maybe overpaying, you know, Paul Millsap, uh, to adding Jim Michael Green, I mean, over and over again. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's incredible what they have put together. Um, and you, you use the uh, analogy of, of a puzzle. Tim Connolly has um, really put together an incredible puzzle, and I love the San Antonio um, correlation uh, that, that, that you pointed to. Um, I want to I talk about Aaron Gordon for just a second. I just mentioned his name. You trade for him during the season. Um, you, know, you, you took this chance on Jeremy Grant. It didn't work out. What an incredible pivot. It, it hadn't been perfect with Aaron Gordon, um, I think some Nuggets fans thought there could there was a little bit more to be desired, and, and they were probably right at times. But last night, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the numbers don't pop off the page, but that three down the stretch was a backbreaker for Portland, and I thought it was, um, you know, an A an A game from Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a he is a guy that was put in a situation that he was unfamiliar with maybe even a little uncomfortable with where he had all those years in central Florida where he was, he was the guy and you come here, it's an entirely different role. Now for two, three weeks there, it was the second time in my existence that I thought the nuggets were the best team in the NBA. Mm. I, I really yeah. thought once yeah. they made that trade, yeah. I, I looked around and said, all right, Brooklyn's a problem. Anybody in the West? No, not a problem. They're going to beat them. And then Jamal gets hurt. And that was because you have this if – you, if you're up close to him, you see how big Aaron Gordon is. He's really big, man. His, his shoulders, everything there, he's imposing. And it's been since '09 that the Nuggets walked out on the court and won the layup line contest. Right. You know, you look, you look across the layup lines and go, oh, okay, I don't, I don't want to deal with that for the duration of a playoff series. And Gordon was a big part of that. I think this series, he's he's as important as anyone not named Joker because of who he's got to guard. He's got to guard Devin Booker. And Devin Booker can flat out just – he'll give you 40 and you, and before you know it. Yeah. So this has got to be Aaron Gordon's moment. He's got he's to be that guy that, you know, I'm looking for Mike Porter in a couple years to, to discover that dog in him. He's not there yet. Aaron Gordon's old enough where I think he has that. He's going to be critical in this series. Yeah, well said. Well said, Paul. Um, uh, real quickly here, uh, the big shot from Austin Rivers down the stretch of that fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't believe the impact that this – you know, I've been calling him on the radio show Off the Street Rivers uh, instead of off to Austin Rivers. I can't believe that this guy is playing 40 minutes in a closeout game, like hitting, hitting big shots down the stretch. I mean – this dude, between him and Monte Morris, 
like after Jokic being the MVP of the series, like it might be co MVPs between you know uh, Austin Rivers and and Monte Morris for the impact, the real impact that they brought to the table. I think so. I think you, I really like that nickname too. But it's like Gus Macker back in the day. You'd roll up with your three guys, and if you looked at the other squad, you knew you had the best player. It wasn't me. But if you had the best teammate, you're probably going to play above your head. Yeah. I think that's what Austin Rivers is doing right now. That he knows that, you know, Joker allows you to make mistakes and allows you to take risks. They, they won a playoff game, an elimination game on the road with a guy who wasn't, he was unemployed two months ago, a guy who wasn't in the NBA last year, a guy who's been with the Nuggets for 25 games, and a first-year starter. And Joker makes that possible. So I think a guy like Rivers looks around and he's comfortable taking that shot because he's got the Joker and he knows that he can take a risk. He's resurrected this guy's career. You know, Joker allowed a first-round pick with great promise in Nurkic to be traded away. He got a guy like Gary Harris extremely wealthy. He's resurrected Austin Rivers' career. I think you can almost tie everything back to Joker. But Austin Rivers, he's not going to be scared in this series. He's gone against the Suns a bunch of times. He's gone against Chris Paul a bunch of times. And going against Chris Paul is a really difficult thing to do. I think the fear factor and the lack of that fear is going to be big. And I think that's why Rivers is going to, he's going to have to be a big part of this series again. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And speaking of that next series, um, give, me a, give me a thought, a preview thought Ooh. on the Phoenix Suns here in the second round. Well, it's a team that I absolutely love to watch. I think it'll be about game two. The state of Colorado will be swearing Chris Paul's name (laughs) because he's such a pain to play against. He is. He's an extremely cerebral, intelligent player. He knows how to work officials even better than Damian Lillard does because he's done it longer than that. Monte Morris was 10 years old when Chris Paul was in the NBA. Wow. So (laughs) this is part of the maturation process, man. I think it's a seven-game series. I will never again in Joker's career bet against the Nuggets. For as long as he's here, I won't bet against him. I don't know if I have a prediction yet, man. I think it's going to be a whale of a series. I love the fact that the Celtics are out, the Knicks are out, the Lakers are out, the L.A. teams are out. I I like the fact that I think the most recent champion that is still – around i think it's the mavericks from a while back so this is an unusual cast of characters that we still have alive frankly zach i think it's really good for the nba i think it's time for the league to turn things over i I absolutely love it and and forget turning things over uh the teams like the nuggets are taking it by force and Mm -hmm. teams like the suns Mm -hmm. are taking it by force and to for, for the nuggets to be the last man standing from the final four teams from the conference finals mm-hmm. a year ago is such a testament. Wow. Uh, you know, point. I mean, Boston out in the first round, Miami out in the first round, Lakers out in the first round. Those teams had the shortest offseason in NBA history. And for the Nuggets to, I mean, it didn't take them seven. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had my doubts about the firepower factor, about the matching, the three-point factor. And, um, man, this team. This team, I've just shaken my head over and over. I have a sore neck from just shaking my head over <laughs> and over at the resilience of this group, man. Right. It's 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 been so, and it's such a joy to cover them, man. It's I feel lucky mm-hmm. to be living in Denver right now, covering this basketball team. They are a really, really, a really unique, um, unique group. Uh, Paul, 
Uh, we got to go. I got a three-hour radio show to do. Um, but I can tell you this, man. We are going to do this more often. It is so fun talking hoops Love with it. you. It was great catching up with you at that historical Game 5. And uh, looking forward to the next time we get to do this. I appreciate you talking basketball, man. And I'll come on this anytime with you. All right. All right. We'll leave it there for now. Nuggets, kudos. A 126-115 victory in Game 6 at Portland, atoning for the Game 7 loss from just two years ago. And now it's the Phoenix Suns who wait on deck in the second round. And you know that whatever happens in that second round, we'll be talking about it right here on the Mile High Hoops podcast. Ah, but we are not done. Pump the brakes. A special uh, amendment here in addition to the Mile High Hoops podcast uh, is a exclusive conversation with Tim Connolly, the president of basketball operations uh, for the Denver Nuggets, the guy who put this thing all together. He joined us on Sports Radio 104.3, the fan in Denver, the day after the Nuggets closed out the Blazers in Portland. And this is what that conversation sounded like. We are joined by a guy who you want to know what through the years, uh, the last three or four years here, has become a great friend of this show and try not to bother him too much. But I had to reach out this morning and in between series, see if he was able to join us. And it's the one and the only Tim Connolly, uh, the, the architect of this basketball team. Uh, initially, I don't want to hit you with a question. I almost just want to give the floor to you. Uh, Tim, first of all, thanks for joining us. The Nuggets go on the road last night in probably undermanned underdogs and close out the Portland Trailblazers in six. What's going through your mind last night and today? It was awesome. I mean, Zach, you know, you and I are both just basketball nerds. So in the playoffs, I just become a fan again. So it was just from a fan's perspective, see a, see a team that certainly was um, pretty beat up, missing our, our starting backcourt, missing P.J. Dozier, um, to respond against a really, really good team and to be able to close down the road. And it was nice to see a, a series then go seven games. So it was, it was great. Um, our guys did a wonderful job. Uh, Mo and his staff are continue to show out they're as good as it gets um, on, the, on the bench. And it was a fun game and a fun night. Um, and now we're getting ready for Phoenix. Yeah, Tim, uh, appreciate you joining us, buddy. Um, look, it, it's impressive. It, it really is. Uh, talk about Nikola Jokic and, and, and what he was able to do this year and do in this series. And I think it just kind of speaks to who he was last night. Um, you know, doesn't score in the first, is very passive and, you know, getting the, going through Michael Porter Jr. But then all of a sudden in the third, he takes over the game. Just talk about his season that he's had. His ability to see the game and, and effectively manipulate the game is something I've never seen. Um, and I've been around some great players, but he's the best I've been around. And in that regard, it's like he's playing chess. You know, he's, uh, he saw Michael had it going in the first quarter, helped him get a bunch of good looks, uh, wasn't aggressive as we have come to expect in that first half. And you saw it in the second half. He knew, hey, my aggression level needs to, to jump if we're going to win this game. And, unbelievable second half um, and he just has such a natural instinctual feel for time and score for space for for pace when to go fast when to go slow um he, he's just so good and so smart and we're so lucky to have him. Uh, t- tim Connolly, uh the the president uh, of the nuggets president of basketball operations joining us live here on stokely and zach you know you look at the way that um the nuggets come out of this series 
it was so much about the others. And the reason that I had my doubts, admittedly, I'll raise my hand uh, about uh, Denver overcoming Portland is because so often in these playoff series, it's about your high-end talent, your top-tier talent. And with Jamal down, I just I wasn't sure about a second-year player filling those shoes and who it was going to be after that. But you look at the others, uh, Faku was terrific. Austin Rivers, we, na- we may not be having this conversation uh, without Austin Rivers, who wasn't even on the team, been calling him off-the-street Rivers. Uh, Jim Michael Green last night, Monte Morris might be the unsung uh, MVP of this series, 22 points last night, 28 in game five. It, it seemed like everyone had a hand in this one, Tim. Yeah, I think it speaks to the culture that Mo and his staff have helped create. I mean, we have, you know, scouting um, is such a inexact science. So we, we get some right a lot, a lot more wrong. But what we've tried to do is find guys that are just kind of hoopers, you know, guys who really like to play basketball and aren't scared of the moment and, I think those, the, those four names you just mentioned, those guys are basketball players. You know, they, uh, Austin, Jermichael, Monte, Faku, they'd be playing pickup right now if they were allowed to. So I think, um, you know, we, we've certainly made the mistake of, of being a, a bit too specialized at times in scouting and, and not seeing the forest of the trees. But if you get enough tough-minded guys who have a modicum of skill and aren't scared of it, and you couple that with a heck of a coach, um, you got a chance. And I thought as the – playoffs progressed as that series progressed you saw these guys gain confidence um, and they weren't scared of it um, I mean I thought Monte really struggled a couple early games and the last two games he was fantastic um, the way he closed the game last night was masterful but I, I think it's reflective of kind of the collective uh, approach of a lot of those guys that um, you know they, they love to play ball they're not not scared of who they play against and they're, they're resilient and tough and um, they, they deserve all the accolades, because the series was not an easy one when you're going against Dame Lillard and Susan McCollum. Yeah, Tim, and, and just after the Jamal Murray injury, um, for for that team and for y'all to be able to respond the way that y'all responded, I mean, I, I think, you know, being in a locker room, when you lose one of your best players, it can be just um, deflating uh, because you, you realize that, man, you know, with this guy, our chances of winning are, are so much greater, and now you lose that key part, and um, it didn't seem like you missed much of a beat. Kept it rolling right along and then keeping it rolling in the playoffs. How, how, how were they able to do that um, and keep it going? You know, I'd be lying to you say if it wasn't deflating, obviously, when Jamal went down. Then it was a – we had another gut punch. Will goes down and P.J. goes down. Um, so it's it, you know, – however, whatever you say about, hey, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, you still got to go out there and do it. And we're not as good a team as we would be if we're fully healthy. I thought there was a, a stretch of games um, in the weeks following the, the uh, trade deadline where we looked like – I thought it would look like the best team possibly in the NBA. Yep. Get the injuries, how they react. Um, and, again, our, our guys didn't flinch. Um, if you're in the NBA, you got to uh, believe you belong, believe you can compete at the highest level. So, I mean, you, you know, Stuck, I mean, you've, you've had different roles. Start it, yep. back up. It's, um, there's not a backup in the NFL that doesn't think you can kill it if given the opportunity. And these guys are ready for it. And they stay prepared. Um, and, and some of the stories are – are pretty wild. I mean, Austin was on the street for a couple months. Uh, Marcus Howard had some great moments. Um, he barely saw the court in the regular season. So, again, testament to the guys, testament to the coaching staff. But I think we do have a, a, a room full of guys that are pretty confident, and that confidence stems from toughness and the work ethic. And 
when they're called upon, they're not scared. Tim Connolly, president of basketball operations of the Denver Nuggets, who closed out Portland in Portland, in probably, uh, in my mind, atoning for the 2019 Game 7 loss here in, in Denver. Uh, last one from me, uh, Tim. How much uh, credit does Mike Malone deserve through this whole process here? Tons. He's, he's not a better coach in the NBA than Mo. Um, he and his staff, and his staff is, is brimming with future head coaches. And some of these other teams figure out how good they are. Um, I think our team is a complete reflection of Mo's personality, his preparedness, his toughness. Um, those guys are the best and, and super, super lucky to call them colleagues and friends. They've done a wonderful job. Tim, uh, last one for me here. Uh, the next series, what, what's it going to come down to? What's the key for the Nuggets to uh, win this next series? You know, I, I think it's, it's a very, it's a very um, you know, they're a heck of a team. Um, Amante's a hell of a coach, a good friend. We worked together in New Orleans for a couple of years. So we, we know that team is going to be prepared and going to do things the right way. I think, um, you know, they're, they got Chris Paul, one of the best point guards of all time, a, a true, you know, general. Um, we talk about manipulating the game. No one's better than Chris at it. So I think it'll be fascinating to see uh, the, the minds and IQs of, of Nicola versus Chris. Um, like, I think if we, if, we, if we defend and make enough shots, we're a tough out. Um, you can't always control outcomes. You can control the approach. And if we play with the same spirit and, and toughness we showed in the Portland series, and I think it'll be a really fun series, and we'll be in a position to potentially move on. These nuggets, man, these nuggets. I, I, I told Stoke I have a sore neck from shaking my head back and forth so many times at the improbable nature of this team. They just continued to go above and beyond, I think, um, most of our expectations. And, Tim, we can't uh, thank you enough for a day like today after a night like last night uh, making some time for us uh, here on Stokeland Zach. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, right. Tim. There he goes. The one and the only. The guy who put this thing together. The architect. The architect. Oh, hey, didn't realize you were listening. Well, let's make this quick. And don't touch that dial. We're Rocky Mountain Forest Products, and we're not aggressive. We're passionate. And we're not going to blast you with facts you don't need. But when you do, visit rmfp.com. Whether you're in need of fencing, decking, or siding information, it's all there. And best of all, it's free. No one likes a salesman, so we're not going to sell you. Whether you need the info or not, just remember rmfp.com. You do you, Colorado. You do you.